and welcome again to Viva La Flora Live podcast. Today's guest is friend of mine, Sue McCleary, and I am super excited to introduce her to you guys. But before we dive in into um, our interview with Sue, I just want to give you a quick bio of her, which is pretty impressive, actually. So Susan is a floral designer, artist, and a very passionate instructor. She creates unusual boundary-pushing floral art, including elaborate headpieces, floral wearables. I mean, have you seen her floral tattoos? They are just stunning. And I'm sure all of you have seen her succulents jewelry, which is just breathtakingly beautiful. So her passion for teaching is what actually stands out for me the most. She does private classes, group classes. She travels pretty much all over the world and does destination workshops. You can find all that information at passionflowersue.com. Don't worry, you don't have to write this down. I'll put it all in the show notes for you. She has been published in multiple publications, including Fusion Flower Magazine, uh, Floors Review, My Modern Mat, Country Living, Cosmopolitan, BuzzFeed, and these are just to name a few. And she does have a book coming up in spring of 2020, which I cannot wait to see, actually. I think it's going to be fabulous. And the book is called The Art of Wearable Flowers. All that being said, I'm going to stop talking and we're going to dive right into this interview with Sue McClary. All right, everybody. Hi, Sue. Hi. I am so excited that we're actually doing this. Um, I feel like I've known you for a year, but it kind of feels like I've known you for my entire life, actually. It's kind of weird. Is it only a year? Yes. Well, <laughs> year, year and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. This is, this is crazy. So um, I read your bio at the top of the show, but, you know, before we dive in and dig deep into all this floral craziness, Tell me a little bit about you. Well, tell the listeners a little bit about you for those who don't know you, which yeah. I'll be surprised if some don't know you. But well, I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sure there are. <laughs> so um, I'm Sue. I'm a florist in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, I became a florist by accident, really. I was in college, and um, I went to college a little late because mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, so I was at the age when people were starting to get married, friends of mine, mm -hmm. and I was making jewelry. That was a hobby of mine. And I made jewelry for a friend who was getting married and she confided in me that she hadn't found a florist yet and she was getting really nervous. So she asked me to do it. Um, so I just said yes, because of the, the novelty of it. I thought it would be a fun challenge, but when I was designing her flowers, I instantly connected with it. And I just knew I was supposed to be a florist. Um, so I'm really happy that happened. That was about 15 or 16 years ago now. Um, so from there, I, uh, I just really knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I just dove in and just started finding resources in my, um, in my town here in Ann Arbor and found the Michigan Floral Association and mm -hmm. uh, took a certification through them. And then from there found AIFD and through AIFD and just searching and resources, um, researching rather, mm -hmm. I, I found lots of learning opportunities and I pretty much just read, watched, took every class I could mm -hmm. really find um, until here I am today. Wow. <laughs> um, so how many years ago was that? 
Oh boy. Um, the first wedding I want to say was 16 years ago. Oh, okay. Wow. But I didn't open my own studio until 2010. I worked for other people mm -hmm. and kind of tried to absorb as much as I could, um, before, you know, trying to do this on my own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how this industry has changed uh, like 16 years ago compared to today? Yes. So, honey, can you hear these texts? I do. And I am on Do Not Disturb. So I'm not quite sure what I'm getting, actually. Okay. I think it's me. Hold on. Okay. No worries. It's okay. Let's this is real life, you guys. You know, this thing's happen. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you'll edit out the swearing though, right? Uh, it's you know, the the thing, the it's beauty not. about this podcast is, it all it's all real. You know, it's part of life, right? So it's all good. You know, Go real? for it. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what's real. I'm middle aged <laughs> and I don't know how to use my phone. That's what's real. <laughs> so, I don't think that. I don't think if so. I just like chuck it in the other room, will it? Will <laughs> how do I find it? Oh, here I found um, it. Go into notifications. I got it, girl. I got there it. you go. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So the floral learning world has blown wide open, as we all know. And it's I know. Very, a very different landscape than when I started. Um, yeah. But there was still quite a bit when I started. I just had a hard time finding... Um, the right thing. Yeah, finding like the right fit. Yeah. You know? So, but in the meantime, not finding the right fit, I, just, I learned a ton anyway. Right, right. I mean, I went to YouTube University because there was nothing. Well, that I was, was there. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we both graduated from the same one, and I think many <laughs> others, actually. Um, so what were you studying in college before all of this? Well, I was studying physiology because ah. I wanted to take anatomy and, and um, the cadaver lab, really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My my real issue is what is I've always been artistic, but I just didn't have the confidence to pursue an artistic degree. Gotcha. So, yeah, if I had gone, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course, but right. um, it just took me a long time. I just kind of traveled and mm -hmm. frittered and thought about it a ton and then just decided I need a degree because I want to have a college degree. So I just chose physiology. Right. But yeah. do, you, well, you know, do, you, do you think that part of your journey actually really shaped who you are as a designer right now and as a person and gave you the kind of clarity that you have because I feel like you're so honed in to what you actually want to do at this point I mean it's, it's exciting to watch actually oh thank you yeah I mean I think you can't discount any part of your journey because it's led you you know to where you are so I don't really regret it I mm -hmm. just kind of have like I just kind of feel bad for my 20 something year old self who was oh. so you know, kind of like lost in a way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also managed to have a lot of fun and I traveled the world a little bit. So it's not wasted time. It's just, um, I don't know. I just feel a little bit bad for that person. So that's one of the reasons why I love teaching because I like to encourage people mm -hmm. to really pursue that thing that fires them up most. Right. Uh, you know, because you just need someone sometimes to give you permission to pursue something. Um, yeah. artistic because there's so many voices telling you that it's not a viable career choice so I like to be a voice who's telling people that yes it, it is it can be and it can be it can be unique to you it should be unique to you it right. should be anybody else's journey it should be yours right oh my god and, go ahead amen, sister. say it again I said amen sister amen sister right yes that is amen sister right I mean the thing is 
the thing that I love about this industry actually is so it's so diverse in a way that you can literally cater it to fit to your actual life, right? The way you want it to. It can be as intense and as relaxed as you pretty much want it to. I mean, if you think about it. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no other industries like that. I mean, I am straight from a dental industry, right? That's my background. I mean, when you're a dentist and patients come in, you you, you can't tell them, I kind of don't feel like doing this root canal today, so <laughs> yeah, let's bring you in later. Whereas in floristry, you kind of can pick and choose what you want to do when you want to do more or less, you know, um, than it is, uh, I feel like, in many others. Um, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Well, um, so the thing that I love about you the most, right, besides that you're a kick-ass designer and all of those good things, <laughs> that your love and passion for teaching, I just think it's kind of, you know, I think that's how – that's what I felt connected to you in a way when we met um, during that uh, EMC part one, I think, is where we met. Yes. You know, the, the reason you said your why, why you were there. You know, mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. So if you want to kind of take us there a little bit, why did oh. you join EMC or started that journey? Yeah. Um, so, gosh, well, there's a lot of reasons. But the more I teach, the more I want to understand. Mm hmm um, the foundational principles, you know, behind all of the the pretty designs right. that people want to make. Um, and I guess it's my own frustration and not being able to answer those questions as fully mm -hmm. as I would like. Um, and also not um, being able to answer my own whys. Why do I, why does something look naturally pleasing and why does something look forced? Mm -hmm. How do, how do I, make adjustments to bring things into a more natural place or how do I analyze proportion and all of that and make, um, you know, informed decisions about design. Those are the things that were kind of bugging me and the things I was searching for when I was a student. So it really felt like time for mm -hmm. me focusing on teaching exclusively now. It felt like time to really get to the root of all of those questions and investigate them as much as I can um, so that I can just be a better teacher and just kind of communicate the richness that's tucked into the art of floristry. Like mm -hmm. there's many layers of like theory that, that um, can really like make you see that there's, there's a depth, you know, to this art form, mm -hmm. just like painting and just like sculpture, there's ways of, of looking at this that, um, I think help people not get burned out too, because it's not just this surface pretty thing that you make right. in your, there's like, there's growth opportunity. So that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely. And you know, I think I've been kind of um, following your journey a little bit and I think it's actually, it's showing. So from what I understand, you're kind of giving up, not giving up is not the right word, but you're segueing into more teaching from you know, everyday design or corporate or wedding, um, right? Yes. Yes. I have uh, a few things this year. I have two weddings, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's the direction I want to, to go in for sure. And I'm, I haven't like, you know, put my studies aside either. I just, in fact, signed up for a two day intensive with Hitomi Gilliam. Nice. Yeah. Because I still have questions and I'm so happy. I still have questions because it means that I'm still growing and there's still a ton 
you know, to investigate. So right. I'm tempted by that. Right. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I know I looked at the I looked at the two day intensive course, I my days would not line up, I really wanted to sign up for that as well. And I could not agree with you more. I mean, the minute you the minute you think that you know it all, I think it's the end <laughs> to me, you know, and, and you will never know it all. And yeah, so yeah, it, it is a it is it is a beautiful field to be in because there's always something new to learn. You know, people are saying there's there's nothing new. It's all kind of the new rendition of the old. Mm-hmm. Be it as it may, it is still a new rendition of it all, right? It is still a new way of learning about things or, you know, designing and portraying or explaining or whatever it may exactly. be. Now, it's, it's very exciting, actually. Um, so are any of your kids artistic? I know you have two kids. I do have two kids. Um, yeah, I mean, they are. Mace, my little one, mm-hmm. used to draw from sun up to sundown. Like he would wake up, spring out of bed, start mm-hmm. drawing, and draw pretty much the whole day. Nice. And he, yeah, I was so excited thinking that that would, you know, stick with him. Mm-hmm. He's not so interested in it right now, but ah. I think maybe he'll come back to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I have hopes for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You know, yeah. you know, you never know. Now, you were artistic since since a young age. Like, what was your favorite thing? Like, favorite thing to do? Like, did you draw? Did you make things? What What did you do? Yeah, both. Um, I used to draw quite a bit. I used mm-hmm. to spend hours drawing, especially like in my early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I made jewelry. That was a big right. hobby since I was probably twelve to mid twenties. Um, I made jewelry, but as a little kid, I used to love playing with plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to make little like, you know, fairy landscapes outside and, you know, kind of like, like propagate little leaves and get them to grow in my room and stuff like that. So right. I think, um, I think just watching my mom who was very artistic and right. who used to garden quite a bit. Um, oh, nice. Me. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah, our childhood definitely shapes who we are as adults, for sure. There's no questions about that. So you're still teaching classes, though. You're still doing your intensives. You're still doing one-on-ones and um, traveling and teaching, correct? Correct. Yep. So how how does that look like, your intensives? What does that entail? Well, um, there's kind of a menu on my website of topics. Mm -hmm. And um, the one-day intensive includes three topics. Mm Mm-hmm. We do more projects. Um, sometimes, if we're doing one huge project, it could take, you know, good part of the day. But mm-hmm. students are encouraged to pick three topics, and then um, I gather all the flowers and materials and supplies, and I um, hire a model and um, provide wardrobe and so on. And then um, the student comes, and we make all of the things together in my studio. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the day, um, a photographer comes and documents mm-hmm. it all for uh, their portfolio. Nice. Yeah, if they go for the two-day intensive, then there's six topics. But I, and, I mean, go ahead. cover everything. Sorry? Oh, no, no, I was gonna ask, what are the topics? Oh, gosh, well, there's a menu on my website. Let me see if I can remember all oh. of them. <laughs> um, some of the most popular ones are um, naturally styled mm-hmm. centerpieces. That's mm-hmm. a big one. 
um, bouquets. So mm -hmm. I'll do a hand tied bouquet and show how you can create different shapes using, you know, the hand tied, the classic hand tied um, technique. Mm -hmm. um, we do cascade bouquets. That's one that people are asking for a lot lately. Um, of course, mm -hmm. all the wearables, um, headpieces, mm -hmm. floral tattoos, um, updated corsages, um, floral fashion, large scale design is a big one. A lot of mm -hmm. people are that yeah no that that kind of, <laughs> yeah no that's exciting so um what's your favorite one to teach i really like installations because large I scale lot, i do yeah i get a lot of newer students mm -hmm. so those are you know intimidating they're large and they're kind of hard to figure out from photos mm -hmm. so it's really fun to kind of um you know offer all my my tips and then they make something that they're really impressed with at the end mm -hmm. and that's just a feeling um I like the tattoos too because those again are they're tiny but they're they're mm -hmm. hard to kind of figure out when you're a newer florist and they're really satisfying to make and they just feel very impressed with themselves which right. I love because you know it kind of like sparks yes. something in them and you feel their excitement so I I love your tattoos and Oh my God, I love the girl that models those tattoos for you. I know. She's, she's so good. Stunning. She's, she's absolutely right stunning. Now. She's what? She's in London right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, she just got this awesome job. Um, so hopefully we'll, we'll be able to use her again, but I don't know. She might be too cool for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're cool enough, you know, no, there's, there's no such thing, but no, I think, I think the combination of the two, I mean, you know, it's the, your, your latest collection actually is one of by far my favorite. I just, just love the contrast of the flowers against her skin and the, you know, photo, they're photographed well, they're videoed really well. And I'm pretty sure you had a lot to do with that. Um, you know, <laughs> it didn't just happen by accident. So yeah, no, that's, uh, I can imagine how that would be real satisfying for somebody who's especially new to this and trying to learn everything come in and goes, what? I can do yeah. this. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, I love offering other options. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like if we're going to grow as an industry, we have to keep challenging and Mm -hmm. surprising the public and not giving them the same designs. That's why I'm so kind of yes. passionate about corsages because I just love, I guess it's my jewelry love, my yes. jewelry background yes. kind of making me so passionate about all the little things and all the little details that we mm -hmm. can make much cooler, you know, in general. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. If, uh, if, if I don't see another pearl bracelet with um, ribbon and flowers on it, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. And there's so many cool ways to do, you know, wearables. Oh my you goodness. do a beautiful job as well. Oh, love, thank, love, thank love you. what you do. I, yeah, fantastic. I love fashion. Um, yeah. And in my next life, I think I want to come back as a f uh, fashion designer. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's not going to happen, but you know, <laughs> yeah, name I do. For it. your name is very cool. So you've got that going for you. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try bank on that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, now, yeah, I do. I absolutely love fashion and the tattoos. I, I think they're just wicked cool. Um, and uh, so if somebody calls you and says, hey, I just literally want to learn this one thing from you. Are you open to doing one on ones and teaching single item type things? Or do they have to sign up for, um, you know, kind of a package deal? 
They don't have to, but it's a little bit difficult pricing that because, you know, I'm a studio florist, so I don't have flowers in unless I have, you know, a student or a wedding. So it's a little bit harder for me to go to the wholesaler and get, you know, just a small amount of things. Sure. I can do it, but I usually point one topic um, people to my online classes for that mm-hmm, reason because mm-hmm. it's more affordable for them, honestly. And of um, yeah, they, they get more out of it. Of so. course. Yeah. Um, yeah. The funny thing, I'm still hearing dings coming through and I am on complete do not disturb. So I'm not quite sure what's going on, but I'm not sure if you hear that, but do it's my email. What do I do? Oh, okay. So, um, go into your settings. <laughs> <laughs> Go into your settings. So okay. in your settings, there would be, hang on, I need to close out of mine so I can actually uh, navigate you through. Um, if you hit sound, oh, no, not sound. I'm so sorry. Notification. Sorry. Okay. Settings. Um, there should be a, a little bar, um, square bar. Are you on Mac or PC? Sorry. Mac. Okay. So um, <clears throat> in your um, settings, there's a top right corner. It'll say notifications if you click that. Mm-hmm. And there's a spot there that says do not disturb. Just turn it on. Thank you. There you go. Gosh. Hey, listen, this podcast is all about education. This is an educating <laughs> moment. You know? Everybody listening is like, why doesn't she know that? Hey, <laughs> but she knows how to make killer tattoos, okay? You don't yep. have to. Yeah, yeah. This is this is all learning. This is all learning curve. You know that there, there's nothing wrong with that. And again, this is real life, you guys. You know, <laughs> things happen. I mean, when do you when do you do an event that there isn't any kind of a roadblock or a hiccup that happens? Well, that's true. There you go. Mm-hmm. You just work through them and you move on. And at the end of the day, it all works out and it looks fantastic. You know, true. That's it. <laughs> that's how I feel about the things. But um. So, Susan, I know you have a book deal coming up, which I'm so excited about. I cannot wait till that's out, actually. Me too. <laughs> I cannot wait. How did that happen? That's so oh, exciting. Um, you know, I think it's the power of Instagram for this yeah. one. Yeah. And it's funny. I was thinking back to about 2014 when I started using Instagram, um, mm-hmm. deliberately trying to kind of make a portfolio there. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to a girlfriend and she's like, why are you spending so much time, you know, getting, trying, you know, to push this forward or whatever. And I said, because ultimately one day I want to have a book deal and I don't have a store. I don't have a presence really. I need some sort of way to show people what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, being deliberate about it, um, did in fact come back to me. It took a few years of course, but, Mm -hmm. um, when the publishers of Chronicle reached out and asked me to do a book, they said they had found me on Instagram. So it did it did come back to me. That is so exciting. That effort, yeah. Yeah. So the book is for um, public. It's not for florists, correct? It's not necessarily for florists, mm-hmm. no. It's for anybody interested in floral design. So it can be a hobbyist, um, you know, just somebody who likes plants mm-hmm. or, or florists. Um, but yeah, the projects are, there's a range of projects from very simple to more complex mm-hmm. because, because I am a florist and I didn't want to make a book that was just for the public. I, um, you know, I, I kind of really wanted to include quite a few that were more intricate. Gosh, darn. I can't figure it out, girl. It's all right. Hold yeah. on. 
I see notifications. I see do not disturb. But I can't see how to make it. Oh, um, I see. Do, um, click click on the moon. Yeah. And then it'll open another screen. Yeah. And then you just need to turn the button on. Uh. All right. Doesn't happen, doesn't happen. <laughs> or quit the email. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. Found it? Yeah. Cool. So you to start again, or do you... You're going to edit stuff, right? Oh, I'll edit this part. It's okay. Yeah. But hey, some of the beeps I'm not. And you know what? It's part of it. It's part okay. of it. So yeah. So your, so your book. Yes. So yes. Um, so the editors at Chronicle reached out to me um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. last fall, mm -hmm. you know, a year from this just past fall. That was a few months ago. Sure. So a year and a half ago from, from right now. Mm -hmm. And um, asked me if I was interested in doing a book about floral wearables. So instantly I said yes. I knew it was the right publisher, really excited about the project. And um, we spent a little over a year shooting everything and writing everything. And it will essentially be kind of like a cookbook style. So there, there will be floral recipes. There will mm -hmm. be stuff how to make each project. And then um, I really wanted to include a section on theory. So there is a section on theory and oh, nice. yeah, nice. necessary tools and techniques. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it'll be a nice juicy book. Oh, I, I cannot wait. I, I want to reserve my own like signed copy, by the way, you know, as soon as yeah. it comes out, I want to get my, my <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited for you actually. Um, so let's talk about the world cup. Because I yeah. know we, I feel like we all bonded there together, kind of biting our nails together, <laughs> watching, oh my gosh. watching it unfold. Was it nerve wracking or what? It was. It really was. I was really, really into it. I, oh my I, god! I, the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was. It was probably the most exciting thing I've seen in a really long time in floristry. Seriously. Um, but I also have never seen a World Cup competition ever so you know yeah the the scale of the event that is you know the scale of the designers I mean it was yeah I I, I went home exhausted I don't know about you but well I didn't go home so yeah I was exhausted too we went right to a workshop after that's that. right Ecuador right spinning I oh my gosh yeah it's really inspiring I was um, I didn't know what to expect, really. Um, like you said, I hadn't attended a World Cup. I'd seen pictures of prior World Cups, but I didn't mm -hmm. know that we would be able to walk right up to each designer's little design pod and watch so closely everything they were doing. That was really, really cool. Right? I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How much stuff have you learned by just watching? Well, gosh, I don't know if I absorbed anything <laughs> through osmosis. I mean, I definitely saw some things I would like to try. But yeah, same, I think same. We're inspired more. Um, oh, absolutely. And like, and like proud of our craft, you know? There's just a whole world of floral design out there that a lot of people aren't aware of. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. caliber of these artists, I mean, it's just, it's really exciting that there's a world of competition out there that oh, we can yes. take part in. You should take part in. <laughs> I want to. Okay, so <laughs> this is kind of funny. After I walked away, I was like, all right, yes, that's it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work my way towards it in four years, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. then, <laughs> so then hang on. So there's the EMC um, uh, 
behind the scenes recap that happened the next day where, you know, yeah. um, some of the competitors were there, you know, it was organized by uh, EMC slash Tomas. Uh, Bill Schaefer was there and many others. And it was fantastic. It was a panel. And they were all discussing this. So it really was fantastic morning. And it was only, I think, an hour and a half or so. But um, as they're discussing, as we're finding out information about the World Cup and so on and so forth, when I found out how much money it takes to actually enter, um, yeah. forget the product and all that, right? I was like, oh, okay, it's an eight-year plan. This is not a four-year <laughs> plan for me. That's not going to happen. But yes, I would absolutely love to do that. And you know what? I think you should do that too because I know oh. you've done some competitions and I know you naturally have it in you. I know you have the drive for sure. Well, that's, that's very nice of you. I don't mind competing, but I like producing the piece in my studio when I'm alone and I can swear and cry and yeah. you know, put it down and pick it up. I don't know about performing um, competition level work in front of an audience. I don't mm -hmm. think I'm cut out for that, honestly, but you are. And oh, well. I'll be there to cheer you on. Oh, thank you. I'll <laughs> let you know how that goes. My God. Yes. I, um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic to watch. And, um, you know, I couldn't be happier for Australia to win. I mean, no, I love him. Oh my God, me too. Okay, did you did you hear Scott's podcast? I did. Were I you were you in love or or what? Totally in love. And I, <laughs> yes. I thought I thought he was so smart and so yes. sane. You know, like yes. his his um, way of talking about his work and his way of talking about his process was my very God, intelligent God. and measured and like yes. just beautiful to hear. I took down some notes. I mean, it really inspired Same. me. Same. I actually want to go back and listen to him again. Mm -hmm. I mean, Scott did a fantastic job with the interview and Bart was just like, I, I mean, as a designer, we all, we both were there like drooling over the stuff he was making. Yeah. It was fantastic. But then the wisdom that came after, you know, that I discovered during that interview, I was like, oh, my God. I, yeah. Wow. I yes. I, I, I absolutely just, just adored him. And, yeah, now I have even more respect for him, you know, as a person as well, not just a designer. So, um, but back to you. So, so Ecuador, how was that? Oh, it was wonderful. I um. I was really happy to be asked to go on that trip and I knew it would be really beautiful, mm -hmm. like physically the country. And, um, I was excited to see the flower farms and always excited to get a chance to teach, you know, with gobs of flowers. I knew there would be a lot of flowers there because mm -hmm. Mance was the host. Of course. Um, yeah. But so I knew it would be a good trip, but it really was like one of the best feeling workshops I've ever been to. Like, the the vibe was wonderful. It was, no. it really was. It was really fun to be with a group of flower lovers in a new place that mm -hmm. was really gorgeous and inspiring. And then all, you know, making projects together. It just was a really nice feeling. It was really cool. I loved it. I, I saw the pictures. I mean, it looked like it was really cool. And it looked like besides just the floral aspect of it, it looked like it, you guys actually had a lot of fun. So yes. Yeah. I cyber stalked you on that one. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> um, so when is the book coming up? I forgot to ask you that. The book will be out spring 2020, and I don't have an exact date okay. yet. But nice. maybe like in July or August, I'll have an exact date. 
um, we're kind of still going through the editing process mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. getting it all packaged and formatted, and then it will get sent off to be physically made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then when I have more details about release and so on, I'll be I'll be announcing all of that and updating people as as that process moves forward. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's exciting. So, what mm-hmm. other what other cool projects you've got coming down the pipeline? Ooh, I've got some good ones. Um, so what's happening? I have a few workshops coming up. I have, um, mm-hmm. I have one, um, well, gosh, they're still kind of in the works, so I don't have all the details, mm-hmm. but I will be, I will be in Vancouver, um, at Eurosa Farms doing a presentation in June. Nice. And, yeah. And then after that, I'm going to go study with Hitomi. Okay. I'm um, jealous. Okay. Yeah. No, I just had to, it's time. Yeah. Um, and then this September, I'm teaching at a rose farm, and I will be announcing details when I have exact dates and, and more details about that. Um, that's the first weekend of sep- mm. second week of, sep- of September. And then um, I'm one of the designers on a room for Fleurmore in Belgium in late September, which is amazing. Oh, you're going to love that. I know, I know. So we're doing some planning. That's with the chapel designers. Nice. Um, we were lucky enough to be offered a room there um, and a floral fashion show. So I'm thinking through all of that. Uh-huh. But something I'm really excited about in December, I'm hosting Joe Massey at my studio. Oh, sweet. Uh, you should come. And it's all about digging into the meat of theory oh. and fundamentals and yes. analyzing work and um creating your own artistic voice and all of that so i am all about that uh dm me information Uh, about that because yes that's that sounds fantastic you'll be the first to know oh that's exciting oh my god so flora moore Mm -hmm. you are gonna have a blast i (laughs) i was there with the EMC thing this this year, uh, well, last year, mm-hmm. um, yes, it's it, it was it was phenomenal. I mean, flowers in Europe mean something entirely different that they do in U.S. Um, you know, yep. it's 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 a very it's a way of living for them. Mm-hmm. So yes, so you, you you're gonna have a blast. I cannot wait to see how that's gonna turn out. Actually, I I'm, know. Yeah, if I, I don't, I was supposed to go to Germany, so that didn't happen. I, I wasn't one of the lucky ones who got elected to go study with Gregor this time that he's teaching. I was, I'm on a waiting list. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, it broke my heart. I was so sad about it. I was like, no, come on. I was waiting for that, but it didn't happen. Oh, well, there's, there's always next year, but we'll see. Um, so maybe I may be able to sneak in a Belgium tour. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So I may, may, may go to Florimore. I really am trying to trying to make it happen. We'll see. That would be amazing. I would love to see you there. Oh, I would love to see what you guys do with it. Um, what's the topic for the rooms this year? Um, the theme is Back to the Future. Ooh. Yes. Yes. But I think we're going to take a very organic, you know, back to your roots, you know, Got quote unquote, gotcha. kind of take on it. Yeah, we're not really going futuristic, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting. Well, good luck with all of that. I think, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, 
So the things I want to ask you also, so you're part of Chapel Designers. Yes. How long have you been part of Chapel Designers? Um, goodness, I think since 2013. Okay. And, yeah. And you still are, and I know you guys are good friends. And But what, what has that done for you? Yeah. Um, so definitely, kind of like I mentioned in the beginning, I had some confidence issues. Okay. And had trouble kind of finding my people you know I Mm -hmm. I was I worked at a flower shop those weren't really my people I liked the work but it was kind of limiting and I knew there was more out there but I couldn't really find people to talk to about all the things I wanted to do with this Mm -hmm. so you know with a lot of searching um I found the chapel designers and at the time I was I was doing exclusively weddings out of my studio and this is a group that focuses on wedding and event design. So mm-hmm. for me, it was the perfect um, community to kind of tap into to get support and advice and kind of like, you know, just sisterhood, <laughs> really. Sure. So, yeah. um, But I think the major thing it did for me looking back is it it was a really nice networking experience, um, like getting to know people who were doing really big things big ideas, big weddings, big, like right. tackling, you know, large kind of intimidating projects, um, was really inspiring to me. Right. And, and kind of showed me that, you know, I, I need, I need to stop apologizing for things that I want. And I, you know, I have things I want to do. I just need to start chipping away at those goals and start asking for the things that I want to be doing. And, being kind of involved in that group just really gave me confidence and gave me actually like connections and um, mm-hmm. some like real answers to this is how you do X, Y, Z, you know? Right, right. But it is doable. And, you know, here's a contract template you can look at and here's a person you can call here. And, you know, of course, I, I needed a little bit more of a, a network. So, right. Yeah. And also the conferences, I really appreciated that there was more than one instructor. So you could go to a conference and get, um, five people's viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And at the time that wasn't really the case. There weren't other conferences offering that. Um, or, or if they were, they weren't quite aesthetically like what I was really into. Mm -hmm. So I, I liked the, the, the instructor selection too. It like really spoke to me and Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I, um, you know, I, I mean, you're looking at the floristry right now, where we are as as an industry, as a profession, as a field, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, and there's there's so much stuff out there. My there God, I just it almost feels like noise sometimes. Yeah. So how do you? I mean, how does one filters through all of that to find mm-hmm what you're looking for, right? I mean, there's like a million wedding courses, million this kind of courses, million that kind of courses. I mean, it's just, it's, there's so much stuff in there. How do you filter through all that? Yeah, that's a great question. And students ask me that all the time because beyond studying with me, they're studying with, you know, tons of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also want to know kind of how I did it and how I navigated things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when people ask me that question, I always kind of, have them start in their immediate little circle. So for me, that was the Michigan Floral Association. I feel like when you're starting and mm-hmm. you're you're trying to navigate this world, you really need to get your, you know, fundamentals checked off the list first off. 
I agree. So, yeah, I mean, like starting small, starting <laughs> starting free, you know, mm-hmm. like taking some time and really watching and reading all of the free resources first, I think is a great way to start. And then starting in your little community, you know, checking out the resources that are close by, Uh, you know, getting a certification is never a bad idea through Mm -hmm. recognized body because you're going to get some, some, you know, basics under your belt. And then from there, I think hands-on experience, you know, any way you can. Right. But beyond that, like after you get that kind of digested, I think it's about looking at people that you vibe with, that you connect with, whose work you appreciate or want to be doing, you know, Mm -hmm. um, whose style gels with yours and then investigating, um, you know, what they're offering or or who they recommend. Right. Yeah. That that's great advice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm looking back. I mean, even now, you know, I am in, in a kind of pivotal um, place in my own business. I'm rebranding and changing. I've got all these new things happening. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, how do I do all these things? You can't even financially sustain all of those. So it's, it becomes it becomes a hard thing to filter through all of that. But, yes, I think starting small within your circle and kind of, you know, growing from there, I think it's a great – it's a very good advice, actually. Um, yeah. And a lot of people could use uh, – could benefit from that. I do see a lot of people trying to do everything. They compare their today to someone else's 10 years experience oh, yeah. kind of thing. And it kind of becomes this overwhelming thing. And it's, and I've done that. Um, yeah. You know, I had to learn that the world doesn't really work that way <laughs> in anything <laughs> for that matter. Why would it work in floristry? So, you know, take a right. step back and, yeah, um, baby step into it in a way. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. So, well, Susan, I feel like I can actually sit there and talk to you on and on and on, you know. Um, But before we close um, this conversation or um, finish this um, podcast, is there anything that you seek out of floristry as an inspiration, as a consultant, as a learning avenue that has nothing to do with floristry, but essentially you're doing it to enrich yourself as a profession, as a prof- uh, professional florist. Mm. Um, explain. I'm not quite sure. Well, um, do you do any other? Do you have a consultant? Do I have a consultant that I work with? Sure. Yeah. Is it is it outside of the floral industry or is it within the floral industry? Um, well, yeah, I have a few people that I work with. I mm-hmm. think I'm answering. I think I'm, my answer is what you're looking for. I um, I have a personal assistant mm-hmm. who is also a licensed um, therapist counselor. Wait, how did you work that out? Well, it's kind of good luck. She um, she uh, well, it's kind of a long story, but she lives in my town and mm-hmm. um, she studied with me briefly years ago when she thought she kind of wanted to pivot into wedding work. Right. from from counseling. Um, but it turned out that wasn't really where her heart was. Her heart is more um, with helping people kind of pivot into the work they really want to be doing and kind of helping them overcome uh, emotional hurdles or, um, you know, fears about doing that. So 
I've worked with her um, when I when I decided to stop doing weddings. Mm-hmm. I really I felt really weird about that. I felt like it was such a risk risk to kind of give up something that was really predictable and um, people expect of florist florists in general. Right, <laughs> to be of doing course. Yeah. Floral work. So, <laughs> um, right. So without having a shop, without doing events, without doing funerals, I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm just really stepping on a limb here and I don't know if the limb will hold me. Um, so I, I reached out to her and we did a couple sessions together and she kind of let me, you know, she gave me this very nice rounded outsiders, uh, take on what it is that I am doing. Um, not just focusing on what I'm not doing Right. and gave me kind of this much needed confidence boost to just kind of boldly move in this direction because I know it's my passion and just keep putting my energy there. So yeah, she's been very useful and she's also, um, per, uh, my personal assistant. So she helps me navigate the inbox and all of that and mm-hmm. update things on my website and so on. So she works just a few hours a week. I don't need someone for, you know, a lot of time per week, but she's there, um, as a support. So that's fabulous. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then what else? Um, have you done any business coaching outside of floral, um, floral industry? Have I like it, people or have I taken? No. Have you taken any kind of other business, uh, classes well, not- or coaching or anything like that, that is outside of, um, this industry? No, no, oh. I, I need that. No, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm signing up for some, um, some, uh, events and things like that, that have absolutely nothing to do with floristry. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think I want to start looking outside of this industry, um, for a different perspective. I just was wondering if there was something that you were doing and if you wanted to share that, but, well, um, yes, there, there are, I, I read a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm always, you read a lot too. I know that. And I listen to a lot of podcasts. So yes, me too. Like business entrepreneurial, I'm sorry, like entrepreneurial. How do you say that word? Entrepreneurial. Okay. No. You're, you're asking the Armenian to, to pronounce <laughs> something in English properly. Come on. <laughs> you'll, you'll edit this all out, but I listen to business podcasts. Um, I like Lewis Howes. He's a good one. He's I like really, you know, he gets you all charged up and ready to take on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, people like that. And then just um, just like uh, self-improvement books. I love them because they kind of keep you focused. You know, there's a lot of I, I battle with a lot of like self-doubt and, um, you know, lack of confidence and mm-hmm. worrying so much about what people are thinking and all of that. So I think anytime you can kind of quiet that especially as an artist, when you're trying to forge your own path, right? If, if you can like, you know, learn from other people who are teaching how to, how to quiet those doubts and so on, um, you can really focus <laughs> a lot better and, and really make some moves forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoy listening to Lewis Howell and I think he, I get the emotional boost from his podcast. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's, if nothing else, it's like, yes, this is great. (laughs) I got this. You want to do some stuff, like check some stuff off your list. I know. I know. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, Susan, it's been, it's been amazing chatting with you. Uh, before we part where, where people can find you. Well, they can definitely find me on Instagram at passionflowersue. Mm hmm. 
And um, from there, all my links are, are in my profile, my website, and my um, online class website, which is also passionflowerssue.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I just rebranded. I got rid of Passionflower. That was my studio name for years. Okay. Um, and I'm just me. I'm just susanmccleary.com. There you go. Yep. Just me. Hey, we'll take you. You're welcome. There you go. (laughs) Thanks, Susan, so much. You are welcome. Love chatting with you always. Oh, same. (laughs) Well, it's a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.